Welcome to Healthy Energy with Margo. In our show, we explore the various ways we can connect to our energy and shift our perspective to create change in our being and in life. Now, here's your host, Margo Nielsen. Hello, everyone, and welcome to A Magical Monday and Healthy Energy with Margo. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm very excited to learn about our topic today. I was at our reflexology conference in early May and had the pleasure of meeting my guest, Cindy Silverlock, and loved what she presented, just her whole presence. And I wanted to have her share it with all of you because I think it's an important message for us to to all get. So welcome, Cindy. I'm so grateful that you are here today with me. Thank you, Margo. I'm very excited to be here. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have some fun. So today's topic of conversation is metamorphosis, easing unconscious tension with gentle, loving touch. So Cindy, maybe you can start and share a little bit about you and how you came to learn the metamorphosis. Metamorphosis, as I say that, right? (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's called metamorphosis. Um, You know, I I was fortunate to meet the founder when I was in Perth, Australia, and I went to Perth to get married, and I went there with a panic disorder, and a lo- I mean, a long history of a panic disorder and some addictions, and when I arrived in Perth, somebody said my sister stayed out of the mental hospital with metamorphosis, and I thought, whatever that is, I need it, and I, I received treatments for three months without asking any questions. And suddenly I just stopped um, smoking and drinking and there were significant changes in myself that I never thought was possible, especially without talking about anything. So I decided to learn the work and then from there I met the founder and studied with him for about eight years, seven years. That's amazing that you just, without asking questions... (laughs) You know, when you go to something, sometimes you like to know what's going on and you know, what is happening. And and so maybe share a little bit about the founder and then what metamorphosis is. Well, Robert St. John is the founder. It started developing in the 1950s in England. And really what, what he noticed in life was that nothing ever really changes in the bigger picture of life. The, um, the patterns of war and conflict, disharmony, illness, uh, you know, we cure one illness, we create another that the bigger picture patterns never really change. So he asked, what is it we're not seeing? And, you know, information came to him over time, but the bottom line is unconscious tension. There's a level of tension that arrives in our cells in that one first cell at conception, and it's kind of an abstract thought, but because it's being passed on through generations, this underlying unconscious tension it confuses in your first cell, and that one cell replicates and replicates. And then as you're forming in the womb, it's infusing in your bony structure, head and spine. So you have this underlying level of tension that's um, influencing you on all levels of how you interact with life, including how you develop in the womb. But because it's always there and it's underlying, we're always looking outside of ourselves to try and find where's this coming from. So Robert got this bigger picture answer, and he created a means to address it, which was quite special. 
Yes, when you think of what it, what it's done for you. And so if we've inherited this on some level, right, are we carrying it forward from generation to generation, this unconscious tension? Or can we be? Everybody is. Um, he, ha- he saw two levels of the tension, one that comes through DNA, so one that's passed on in a more physical form and then more ethereal. It's... It has kind of a out there initial idea, but it answers every single question you can ever ask. So it's kind of worth giving it a shot. It's he saw basically a harmony with consciousness and matter. He calls it affluence and inference because he he wanted to use words that had no philosophy attached to it. He just saw that there was this harmony with consciousness and the manifestation of life and something created a disharmony which caused consciousness to pull inwards and the, the, the physicality of life to move outwards but away from consciousness. So even though that sounds weird, it explains all the unconscious actions and, and things in life that we think, why does this happen? You know, including like pesticides and factory farming and war and and abuse. Um, it answers everything because there's a, a tension in between consciousness and the manifestation of things in life. And so, the, what he created was a means to address this bigger picture tension that continues to influence each individual uniquely based on the degree of tension that came in with them at conception. So we all have our own our own picture of this bigger picture, and then at the same time, it's always being addressed back to that original source of separation of the two. So how does how does metamorphosis work? Like what are we how are we working on somebody or can anybody learn it? That's the nice thing is anybody can learn it. Um, he tried to keep it simple enough that moms, everybody can work on their family, their children, um, each other. You know, my husband and I have been using it in our marriage for 30 years because we were really fortunate to find it right when we got married. So it's helped us um, go from being kind of an uncomfortable couple to a very comfortable couple, you know without having to have a lot of conversation about our histories. But what Robert did was he looked at, largely he saw um, reflexology. Came, he used the idea of reflex points from reflexology. He noticed that there were so many maps of the feet in the reflexology world, yet they all worked, but they were all different. So he, he realized that it wasn't the preciseness of the map, but the idea of the um, reflex points acting as symbols to communicate an intent. So the intent for reflexology being the physical body, he realized to address this bigger picture tension, he needed a more abstract map. So he created a map of basically time and space for how this dynamic of tension keeps being passed on. And then the unique blend of tension that he calls it the pre, prenatal pattern. Um, prenatal therapy was the original name of the work. 
how that that kind of tension that has from your lineage, from your racial history, from the history of humanity, from the history of the cosmos, there's all these remnants of tension in time and space that can come in as you're coming into conception. Uniquely, each person has their own blend of tension, which pushes apart your polarity, what he called afference and efference. So really inward and really outward, the two ways we correspond with life, the inward and the outward. But some people, the tension pushes them so far inward, they call that autism, and other people have pushed too far outward, and they're lacking in awareness. So you have the polarity of the two dynamics in a negative dynamic versus a positive dynamic. So from the idea of reflexology... Um, reflex points to act as a symbol, but the unconscious mind also communicates through symbols. So having this abstract map allowing you to communicate an abstract intent communicates with the unconscious mind and the tension starts to let go. And it's not really that it's so complicated to access it. It's just that we haven't known it's there. So it's been plaguing individuals and couples and families and all of humanity since the beginning of this form of tension, this distance between what he called afference and afference. I'm loving it, just what I learned. I didn't take your class that day, and I was (laughs) afterwards, so I I will at some point um, connect with you on that. But even just playing with, we've got the little book from you and just playing with some of the points. And I worked two, the two points on the toe, the very first two on somebody at another thing that I was doing. And she says, what are you doing? I can so feel that. And then she sent me a message. What was that you were doing? I need to know more. So it is, I don't know, even I got your book. And in reading it, there is... There's a piece, there's just something in there that when I sit with it, and even looking at your booklet um, yesterday, just, I don't know, there's just something about it that just brings the ease, if that makes sense. <laughs> it does make sense, because there's this wealth of tension that everybody's been influenced by since since the minute you're conceived, it's it's sort of negatively impacting your sense of um, ease or peace inside. And once it's addressed, it starts to ease. It's just we haven't known where it is, so we haven't been addressing it. So all Robert really did is he what, what metamorphosis really is in, a, in its essence is it's explaining a dynamic of unconscious or underlying tension and how that dynamic impacts you, there's that level of tension that we never seem to be able to get to. It gets to that place, and then there's this quieting that happens, or lightening. It's it's basically bringing unconscious to the conscious, or I often say, you can't change it if you don't know what, where, you know, you can't fix something you can't see. But once you have an awareness of it, and you're consciously working with it, it starts to just dissipate and ease, and then you can function in life with more grace and ease or just more 
more who you really are because when we talk about people pushing our buttons, it's just that underlying unconscious tension. It's unconscious and it's compulsive. So when something triggers it, it just comes flying out. And we say people are in reaction. But you can't consciously try to control it. You just ease the tension and you stop reacting. It makes sense. And I love it. <laughs> as I've, as <laughs> I've watched myself sense. this week with different things. And it's like, okay, there is more tension there. So it's it's so when we're doing this, like when we're working on somebody or working on ourselves, we're holding points along the spine on the foot. Is that correct? Right. So you're, you're, you're working on the spinal reflex points from the point of view of that bigger picture of tension, how it arrived for that person at, as it was kind of coming into form, arriving at conception. And then at conception, everybody has a degree of tension. And then that degree of tension which way did it get pushed in the polarity? So some people have trouble being in life, like they're pushed too far inward, and they have a hard time getting out the door, socializing. Um, everything is too hard and too much. Uh, and, and the reason that is is they have to push past a great deal of tension just to get out and be social or out in the world. And then you have the other side where they're pushed too far into what he called efference, and that means that they have less ability to be sensitive or um, aware. They're, they're pushed further from consciousness, and so their perspective is to look outward in life, but they also are pushed... To, everything is the degree of tension. Which way is it leaning? So, you know, the more efference somebody gets, the more controlling and rigid and... Um, less less aware of other options. So when you see people in the world that are judgmental or trying to take rights away from other people, they're more pushed in towards the efferent spectrum, and they can't see other points of view. The tension is pushing them so far into rigidity that they can, oh, there's only right, wrong, good, bad. So those are the people out there trying to take away other people's rights, etc., and then on the other spectrum, they're pushed too far inwards, and they're more the uh, victims and the uh, perpetrator victim. It answers every question that you can ever ask about the dynamic of anything that's not pleasant. Um, how, which, <laughs> yeah, how much tension is there? Which way is it leaning? And so the greater the degree of tension, the greater the disharmony. Uh, you know, it can go from... The less tension there is, the same dynamic, and then the bigger the distance, the more chaos and drama, and um, and eventually it gets really, really uncomfortable, you know, where you have things like Holocaust or, you know, more horrifying things. The greater so, the distance between them, the more horrifying the, the situation. So the unconscious tension is bringing the afferents and the efferents together. So that you right. can operate. So they're not so extreme. Pardon me? So they're not so extreme? Is that what you said? Right. The thing is, well, this is one way of, of wording it is that when afference is consciousness, I know there are words that people aren't familiar with, and they, but 
Robert used them on purpose because they don't attach to any other way of thinking. They just are directional. Afference means to move inward. Efference means, means to move outward. But also he used it to mean consciences and, and like manifestation. So if you're trying to manifest in life and you're efforting really hard to create something and it doesn't work, it's because there's too much tension in the way between afference, which is the intent, and efference, which is the manifestation. If you have too much conflict in your life, there's too much tension in the way. So as the the distance between them eases, unconscious tension eases, which means the world becomes more conscious. It's just bringing unconscious, easing it so that the world has less underlying unconscious tension that we're all trying to fix, change, and heal, but when you don't know where it's coming from, it doesn't necessarily do the job. Like, when you, when you have that bigger picture, it makes sense because all that information, all that stuff we're trying to fix, change, and heal, if it's coming from a place we haven't seen before, it makes sense to address the source of that instead of the symptom of it. It does make sense. Like a lot of, I like that. A lot so. of what we're trying to, <laughs> a lot of what we're trying to fix, change, and heal is the expression of the tension, but not the tension itself. Hmm, that's very fascinating, Cindy. We're going to go to a break, and then we'll come back and hear some more about what we can do to release the unconscious tension. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Over 20 million people in America struggle with substance use. This impacts both the people who are using and loved ones who are trying to help. Still, there is hope. Tune in to the Beyond Addiction Show with host Josh Keene. You'll hear from experts and get the real information you need to understand and assist in change. Change can be hard. It doesn't have to be confusing. Tune in every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. How much health and wellness information have you been exposed to today? Listen to Prescription for Success with Dr. Emil Haldi. Healing and empowerment start from within, but it also takes the best knowledge and advice. That's what you'll find here. Dr. Haldi and his guests will help you make the right life-enhancing decisions for well-being success. Tune in live every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for Prescription for Success. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Healthy Energy with Margot. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1-866-472-5792. 
That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, back to Healthy Energy with Margot. Here again is Margot Nielsen. Welcome back to Healthy Energy with Margot. I'm here with Cindy, and we're talking about metamorphosis and releasing the unconscious tension. So, Cindy, I would imagine if you are releasing that unconscious tension, we don't even need to know what it is, do we? Let's go there for a moment. No, it's abstract. abstract. And so, actually, the lovely part is your mind does not participate. You just bring the idea or the the awareness of unconscious tension, you bring the the understanding of the work with you and in, in uh, bringing it, it's, it's bringing awareness to the tension with the touch. That's why unconsciousness through touch. Um, when you bring awareness to the touch, to the tension, it starts to respond in ease. Unravel. <laughs> Yeah, I like to think of it like when you, when somebody says your shoulders are up at your ears. Once once you realize, oh, there's tension there, you make a change. That's a simplified version, but it's it's a level of tension that you're not you just don't know where it's coming from. But as soon as it's brought to your attention, which is somebody using touch with this understanding coming with it. Um, you respond on an unconscious, you know, it goes to the unconscious. So usually what happens is people kind of go um, asleep or into a zone and it feels it feels like that timeless place where you come back and you're like, wow, that was amazing. And I feel so relaxed, but I don't know why because there's a level of tension that left that that's always there that you just say, oh, my gosh, that's wonderful to have that leave. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. So how would that affect your relationships? You mentioned at the beginning um, about you and your husband, you know, having a good relationship or maybe that's not the right word, but just um, you'd have less tension between you. So how does that show up for you? Uh, well, when we when we first met, we had quite a, a tense, volatile sort of relationship. And over time, it's what's really been nice is to watch each of us change individually and then together it creates a different a different relationship. So everybody has if you think of two hands and a line in between, the greater the tension, the farther apart the hands are, which means the farther apart Athens and Ethans are. Um, I like to use the hands in a line because when you think of the tension easing, the hands come closer together. So mm-hmm. in a relationship Everybody's going to somewhat pair up with somebody with a similar degree of tension, possibly, quite likely, placed in the opposite direction. But the greater the degree of tension between the two hands, um, the more volatile the relationship is. So as the tension eases between each person, you also ease the tension between the two of you. So this is the interesting thing about this dynamic of tension is the greater the degree of tension within a person in the relationship or a family, as soon as that one person comes home with the most tension, the whole dynamic in the 
in the household changes to the greatest degree of tension. So we all know that one person that has the most tension, and when they come home, everything gets much more chaotic, and then when they leave, it eases. So I like to think of the hand because it's a visual way of seeing them stretch farther out and get closer together as different people come and go. So you're influenced by the degree of tension of each person. So you're, nobody behaves badly on purpose, and nobody is annoying on purpose. So no child wants to be bad, and no adult really wants to be bad. But the tension is creating reactive negative behaviors and dynamics. So as the tension eases, so does the dynamic. So it's, it's really nice because in relationships or families, instead of saying, you need to stop doing that, you need to be better, you need to be something, something, you know, you need to fix yourself. If people just started working on each other's feet, hand, feet, hands, head, spine, but if they just started using this loving touch that helps to ease the tension, everybody shows up with less tension, which means less negative behavior. So it's easier to be in relationship with each other because what was in the way was the tension. Does that make sense? It does. And then quite often we end up making the other person or ourselves wrong for whatever's going on. And if you don't really totally know, (laughs) it's just... You know, I used to say, yeah, one person, you, you add one more person to a household or to whatever, any situation, and you just change the energy. So <laughs> that would be the tension, right, on some level, depending on what they bring in. The degree of tension in which ways that leaning can affect the <laughs> dynamics tremendously. So um, the nice thing is, is it's, it's very loving. I love the fact that it's instead of what do you need to fix change heal. We all have tension. We all have tension. So instead of saying, you need to be better or you need to stop doing this, let me help you ease that uncomfortable tension because it doesn't matter which way it's leaning, it's all uncomfortable. So the farther apart they are, the more uncomfortable both sides are. But as it eases and they're closer together, think of the hand like an accordion. Um, the tension is pushing them apart, and they automatically, their polarity automatically comes closer together as the tension eases. So then there's less reaction. So the t- all the reaction in life, chaos and drama and miscommunication, and it's coming from unconscious tension, that underlying unconscious compulsive reaction that happens when tension is there. And so if you have a lot of tension in your life, I mean, if you have a lot of underlying tension, then outside tension, the the day-to-day life, is even that much harder. So you have some people in the household that just don't function well, and you think, what's wrong with you? I grew up in the same house. How (laughs) come you can't cope with it? And I can. Because they have a greater degree of underlying tension. So it's helping everybody just be able to cope with day-to-day life because it's the, what Robert called the primary level of tension, the underlying unconscious tension that's in the way of you coping with life, being able to manifest, being, 
being able to create healthy relationships, um, all the things that we're trying to do all the time. But the efforting is because there's tension in the way and you have to push past it to try and get there. But you don't have to try so hard as the tension eases. Things just start to function better. Well, it makes a lot of sense. You know, you could be having a a day, (laughs) one of those days where it's a day, something doesn't go well. And then, so you have the tension there uh, and then you tend to create more and more of it because that's just the the space that you're in. Whereas, so then if you can use, like we talked about the feet, now you've mentioned the head and the hands as well. So can we do that for ourselves? Like if we notice we're having a day and we're by ourselves, can we do something for ourselves to release the tension? Yes, that's the nice part. You can work on yourself in the moment you're struggling too. So if you work on the head in helping that mental tension, that mind that just won't stop thinking, which the mental tension also oftentimes creates muscle tension. So we get a lot of tight muscles in our bodies that massage can't help because it's mental tension. Um, And you'll see that in people's toes, like the hammer toes and things to do with the toes on the feet reflects um, very intense mental tension. And that's very uncomfortable in life when your mind won't stop. It It makes it harder to sleep. It makes it harder to relax. It makes it harder just to be present with somebody because your mind is so busy in the background. So it helps with that mental tension. And then working on the hands helps you cope with life. So, you know, if you're struggling with something emotionally, working on your hands helps you contend with it because everything is easing the underlying tension, which makes what's happening in your day-to-day life easier to contend with because you're having two levels of tension going on but there's an underlying one that makes what's going on outside of you harder and sometimes people you hear people say it's all about the choices you make but if you have a lot of underlying tension you do not have the opportunity to make a choice because you compulsively react from tension so everything that you're doing is a reactive place of reacting instead of quietly saying, how do I want to deal with this situation? Because if you ever notice when your buttons get pushed, you're instantly reacting to something. But if you have a lot of underlying tension, that's happening all the time. So that gets in the way of you having quality relationships because there's this wealth of tension in the way of you just being able to kindly connect or, you know, you know, when you can just sit together and enjoy each other's company or, um, and there's a level of compassion and kindness that comes in when you're not looking at people from an expected place, but how can I help you ease that tension so you can show up the way you really would like to instead of from a reactive place. And reactive just means, um, anything that's a tension-based response to life or a reaction instead of a response. And that totally get it. To I with... did that on Thursday. I reacted to something, and yes, there was tension there. <laughs> <laughs> but even more so, there's another level of tension that, that's fueling the inability to cope with the moment out here. 
Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of nice because it stops blaming everybody. It just says, oh, my gosh, we all have this tension, and how can I help you show up better? And how can I help me show up better? Work on yourself, work on each other. It's very lovely because, you know, you can't really get your family members to want to necessarily heal their problems at your request. But when you say, (laughs) we all have tension, would you like to ease some of that? That sounds more inviting than let's fix, change, heal you. So it it has a, a lovely, it's an invitation to ease tension, which takes the judgment out. I know whenever somebody says, well, you should be less angry, fearful, whatever, I think, you know, kind of gets my back up, and I think, who are you to suggest how I should be? But if someone says, I think there's some tension there, you say, absolutely, I'm happy to, I'm happy to let that go. <laughs> it doesn't have any connotation about you other than there's tension, and we all have it. It's less judgmental and more um, inviting, I think, of just to be together and something's going on. Now, I'll share a little bit of something I had done with my husband. We were we have a place at Black Mountain Ranch, and he'd done something. He was doing the fire, and he moved a certain way, hurt his back. So I was just sitting. I just had my hand on his back, and just I use the words metamorphosis. I just I play sometimes. I don't know what I'm doing all the time, but you know, his back was just <laughs> it was fine afterwards. Like the next day, he woke oh, up nice. and he said, "Yeah, there's nothing there." So it was. Well, I know that is. Well, yeah. <laughs> it, you know, metamorphosis sounds like a, it. It it means transmutation to a finer substance. It it means. Transmuting your tension so that you respond to life more light, more lightly. But when you bring that awareness to a situation or to, you know, I mean, when you're working with it, it's amazing what can happen. And especially in a class, I always love watching people working on each other and they're like, I really don't know what I'm doing. But just deciding to let that perspective in, it's it starts to work. Well, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's it's beautiful. Yeah. And why I wanted to have you on the show is what if more people could just see it as underlying tension and help release it? Where would we be in the world that way? Well, the beautiful thing is the, the collective <laughs> of the world all this stuff you see everybody saying, this needs to stop factory farming, you know, pesticides. And if everyone started to ease their own tension, it would stop. It's all the collective of, it's like the household. Your household is a collective of everybody's degree of tension. It's your relationship, your family, the household, but also the collective of the world is, is, uh, collective of everybody so if more people ease their tension those hands of collective would start to ease and then we would not have unconscious solutions so if you think about the tension pushing you too far one way or the other when there's too much tension pushed towards efference you have unconscious solutions and the inability to see another point of view so you have fanatical religious things happening where they want everybody to adhere to their perspective 
in a fanatical, aggressive way. And then you also have solutions that are lacking in any kind of consciousness because consciousness is pushed too far away. And so you have solutions for making profit, which is factory farming, or unconscious solutions that somebody else would say, who would ever think of an idea like that? Somebody who's got a lot of tension pushed too far towards defense. How much tension, which way is it leaning? It answers absolutely every question you have about yourself, your home, and the greater global situation. And it's really nice because it's not like it takes this extreme structured system to address it. If you realize it's just all Robert asked was, what are we not seeing? And he's, he got this picture of underlying unconscious tension. I like to think you think the, the world is flat and then it's round. It's kind of shifting your whole perspective and thinking, what if I just looked at everything from a place of how much tension is there, which way is it leaning, and I was given something to do about it? Um, how much could my life change with something that simple? But it really does work. That's awesome. I love it. We're going to go to another break and we'll come back and hear some more. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Addiction can affect our relationships, our families, our home, and work lives, but most importantly, ourselves. The recovery process can do wonders in the lives of people suffering from active addiction and also for those that love them. It's not just 12-step programs, but so much more. It's learning how to live life on life's terms. If you can relate to these issues or love someone who does, start with yourself. Start by tuning in to Miracles in Recovery with host Ray Lynch, Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Hope is in your corner. Sometimes it just seems that nobody understands. There's one individual who can help. If you're living with somebody who faces challenges such as autism, Asperger's, or other exceptional needs, you'll want to tune into Solutions and Strategies with Dr. Sean. Living the Challenge. Together, we'll uncover a variety of solutions to the challenges faced by individuals, their families, and teachers. Listen live every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Listening to Healthy Energy with Margot. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, back to Healthy Energy with Margot. Here again is Margot Nielsen. Welcome back to Healthy Energy with Margot. 
So, Cindy, if if we're releasing this tension, how would it help? Then I could see it would be a great benefit to things like trauma. Like if somebody's had a trauma and they don't know the effect, maybe they know something's not right, but there's an effect of some something. Um, I would think that would be very beneficial for all of that. You know, it's really helpful for, um, it it helps you understand um, abuse, addictions, and then it also helps you let go of the impact of trauma. So um, if you keep in mind the hands and the distance between them, those that are more affluently oriented, which pull, um, you know, even if you just think of a child that's kind of, that quiet, shy type, you would call them more affluent. They're more inwardly oriented. And then you stand in front of them and you try to get answers from them. How was your day? And they sort of look at you like, ah. <laughs> and then if you just be quiet and, and just sit with them, they'll answer. But when inference is, when inference is coming at it, it, it's, it unconsciously, compulsively goes back inside further. So the negative dynamic of afference and efference is afference contracts and efference moves outward and attacks, whether it's verbally or physically. Um, And so it's a very uncomfortable dynamic. So if you keep in mind how much tension is there, how much tension is there. So the greater the degree of tension, the more uncomfortable that scenario is. So if you have... um, abuse in your household, that means there's a great deal of tension in the household, and usually the most affluent person who's pulling away from all that efference gets illicit efference. When affluence pulls inward, it elicits efference to come outwards. So Robert always said, afference initiates, efference responds. So if you have an intent and then it manifests. That's the positive. When afference contracts, or then efference reacts, and that's the dynamic that creates. That's the tension dynamic that we're that we're addressing. Is that negative dynamic between them versus the positive? So when some when afference contracts, efference moves outward in a negative way, and in the situations of abuse. It attacks. So if there's less tension, it's verbal. If there's more tension, it's physical. And then if it's more tension, it's those kind of more horrifying stories you hear that you think, oh my God, who could ever, who could ever even think of doing something like that? Someone with that much tension leaning towards defense. So one thing I found really helpful, because I come from a very chaotic, abusive household, and a lot of it was directed at me, it helped me immensely just to realize it wasn't as personal as it felt. It's a dynamic of tension. The thing I like about metamorphosis is it's not a philosophy. It's explaining a dynamic of tension and then a way to ease it. But when you understand the dynamic of tension and that it's unconscious and compulsive, you realize that all this crazy stuff that happens is coming from a place of underlying unconscious tension, and you realize nobody's doing it on purpose. We're all being affected by this degree of tension that we don't know how, don't know what it is or where it's coming from. 
so we don't know how to access it. But it explains why some people are so assaulted in life more so than others. So, you know, if you see the bully, the person that's bullied at school, it's always the most affluent child and then a group of affluent children attacking the more vulnerable, affluent, um, retreative affluent person, the one that's so uncomfortable in life gets attacked. So that's the dynamic of abuse. Um, also, it, is, it becomes a trauma. If something happens to you and you're too young to cope with the situation, it sort of follows you around. If you have too much underlying tension and you can barely cope with anything because it's underlying, brought in at conception, it's there, and something really bad happens, you don't have the, the room or the space to contend with what happened to you. That becomes a trauma when you have no, no ability to contend with what happened. And that sometimes because of age and sometimes because there's just too much trauma already in the way. So, and then that incident sort of follows you around and you feel traumatized. But when the underlying tension eases, all of a sudden what happened to you starts to let go and it no longer seems like it's following you around. It starts, you start, it starts to lessen and you start to lighten. And the difference is you didn't have to think about it or focus on it or process it or heal from it. The healing happens as the tension the underlying tension eases allows the space for that to sort of let go, and in the letting go is the healing. Um, but it's the underlying tension that's in the way of that happening. So I say these things that I, I also have used this work in my own life for 30 years, and so I say them also from experience because I was so fascinated with Robert's work that I have literally... <laughs> literally devoted my life to understanding this. So I use it for all my own traumas and things, and then I see the result. So then I'm not just telling you something, information, but I'm telling you something that I've put to practice, and I know that there's an amazing lightening of trauma as you ease your tension. All of a sudden, what used to feel like it was always right there is way back in the distance. Um, you know it happened, but it doesn't seem to impact you so much anymore. Does that make sense? It does make sense, and it, it's quite amazing, too, because, you know, sometimes you think of trauma, you have to go talk about it all. And, like, I came into another body of work because I was done figuring things out, like having to think it through, and it has similar ideas, and... I just like the the ability to be able to let go without having to rehash something or, I don't know, just to even some kind of, you know, if you've hurt yourself or something and, you know, quite often people will go into blaming themselves. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. Or, you know, why did I move like that? And yet if you can just release it without having to go to that level of something that that's amazing, Cindy, like, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's really nice because basically what's in the way of everything 
everything that we're talking about is it's this in, this tension that keeps influencing us. So because we're not addressing it collectively, it keeps being passed on. So all these things that keep being um, underlying influencing level of tension. Once you realize what it is, and you and you create. Um, and, you know, and you, Robert created a beautiful means to just address it in the three ways that we function in life, the thinking, the coping, and the moving forward. So um, it just helps you ease the tension in, the, in those three avenues so that even whatever happened in the past, it's actually re-traumatizing if you try to go back into it. He always said... Don't put your attention on what you're trying to let go of. When you try to analyze it, you're pulling it back, and it stops letting go. So there's no need to, like, process things. Just in the letting go, sometimes you do process or, or you cry, or but it's, it's, it's a releasing instead of a, something that needs to be addressed. It's, it's, letting, it's moving out. Well, I've watched that in my own clients. You know, when they go to tell me something that's happened, you can see the emotion, the energy, and the the stress come back up again. So to be able to just, you know, let them let it go, there's a beauty in that that, that's truly amazing. I'm happy I met you and learned about it. Now, can anybody take a class? I think I asked that at the beginning. Absolutely anyone. In fact, it's really, really, really helpful if you don't have a lot of training because it's so easy to just step into this point of view. Um, You know, Robert made it simple on purpose because he thought in order for more people to do the work and make significant changes, it has to be accessible to everyone. So it's quite simple. It's just understanding It's just um, the class tells you more in detail how the underlying tension plays out so that it makes sense to you. I like to think of teaching as um, putting together a jigsaw puzzle. I'm giving you all the data, which is the pieces of the puzzle, and everybody's putting their own piece of puzzle puzzle together in their own way because some data makes more sense to this person, you know, right now, and then... As it all starts to come into to view when you're putting it together a puzzle, suddenly you don't see the pieces or the data anymore. You see the picture. So it's just helping you see things from a different perspective and then a really simple hands-on way of finding where the tension is. And it's just so loving because you don't ever, you don't have any expectation of anybody else to be better or different. You're just holding with such love the space of here's some tension right here and then allowing them to let it go. So all you're doing is kind of, um, what do you call it, holding the space for tremendous love while, while they go in there to that uncomfortable. It feels uncomfortable in the beginning to go into that unconscious closet for the first time. <laughs> and clean. It's like cleaning out your unconscious closet. So, the treatment is just very loving, and and the touch is gentle, and and there's no pressure to to fix, change, heal. It's just allowing the tension to ease. 
That's beautiful. Oh, anyone can, can just learn feel it. it. <laughs> she say that. It's like, oh. <laughs> Does it work with just words? <laughs> I, I always think it's like that big mama hug that everyone wants. But when everyone, you know, you just get that. There's absolutely, I love you just the way you are. And also at the same time, here's an invitation to ease tension so that you're, you are happier in life. Um, and they're doing the easing so it's not imposed on them. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm going to take for nice. everybody to learn something like this that just would ease that without having to know what you're doing to that level and just... <laughs> Well, it, it brings you to be more of who you are, right? You can be free. I know when I'm in that space of that, it's like, woo, you can do anything. And then, yes, I can feel the tension. You know, like as you talk about it, it's like you, you get it. You know, even though we all have tools, and I mean, I have a fair bit of tools in my tool belt. Um, and this just makes a lot of sense to me. So are classes a day or yeah. like a weekend or how long are they for um, there are two days. They are, they include understanding. I talk a, a lot, I talk in more detail about the dynamic of afferents and infants in, in the world and your relationships and trauma and abuse, addiction. I kind of cover a lot of that topic and then we spend half the time on the table, hands, head, feet, spine, just feeling it. Nice. And learning how to do it. So. It's really lovely. I've had amazing. I had one. I had someone in New Zealand. I taught a class in New Zealand, and she sent me an email saying, "I thought this was weird, but I tried it on my son, who was living on his own, kind of slovenly pig, messy apartment, no job, depressed." She said, "I just started working on him. All of a sudden, he started tidying up his apartment, and suddenly he got this really great job." And then all of a sudden he needed a newer apartment. She goes, I don't, she goes, it just worked. He just That's started awesome. to function better. But yeah, and she didn't even think, she thought it was weird and she just gave it a try. And I thought, it just, that's all it takes is a willingness to give it a try. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Because <laughs> yeah. you think of, you know, a mom with a kid, like, you need to get a job. You need to do this. You need to, need to, need to, right? And and then there's the resistance to it. I know when people tell me I should right. do something, I tend to to back off and, no, that's your should's not mine. But it does create something there. So that's awesome that she just went ahead and did it yeah. and, and the change created. Yeah, I, I love that email because I thought, See, this is exactly what happens. Like, you don't have to feel like you really get it. You're just willing to be with it, and it works. That's awesome. So if people want to know more <laughs> or get into touch, get in touch with you, Cindy, how would they do that? Well, my website is metamorphosiscenter.com. Do you want me to spell it? Um, M-E-T-A-M-O-R. Oh, M-E-T-A-M-O-R-P-H-O-S-I-S-C-E-N-T-E-R.com. Or, um, I mean, that has my email and my phone number and class, my list of classes, and I, I teach all over, so. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Cindy, for joining me today. I am so grateful, and I do look forward to taking a class in the near future. 
So thank you. You're awesome. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Margo. This was wonderful. And I, I hope to see you again. You will. And everyone have a magical week and do something kind for yourself. Learn about metamorphosis and release some of that unconscious tension. And we will be back next week. Thank you for listening. Be sure to join your host, Margo Nielsen, for another edition of Healthy Energy with Margo. We're live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. What positive energy can you attract in the coming week? 